Welcome to our dark sanctuary. Music has always been about experimentation and interpretation and improvisation. Music expresses emotion, passion, excitement and terror. It's part of what we as human beings, creators of music, part of what we are. We share the ability to create or absorb and understand what constitutes the notion of a piece of music. And we don't need to have any special skills for this. We interpret music in our own diverse ways. In much the same way as art, music can be interpreted by different people in many different ways. There's no right or wrong when it comes to appreciating music. There are no guidelines or rules when it comes to appreciating a tune. However, music by its very nature requires some kind of structure in order for it to be called music. Some would argue that there are genres of four forms of well, let's just loosely describe it as music that defy the recognized structure that we and just an example because it's an area most familiar with western music we're familiar with the regular rhythm of beats timing signatures expectations of an almost mathematical predictability of sound are what makes us instantly recognize that something is music and we can trace these recognizable beats and rhythms all the way to ancient african tribes of course there are many other countries in the world that have their own ethnic forms of music often with quite complex rhythm patterns but what i would like to present to you you here in these programs is a taste of a let's call it musical style known as dark ambient our dark sanctuary the arrays ahead episode despite the passing of over 40 years lynch's first perhaps best and definitely weirdest masterpiece arrays ahead has lost none of its unsettling appeal. The movie is set in a grim black and white world of eerie shadows that seem to have melded from malformed fragments of dreams. It complements well the soundtrack which utilises quite unique compilations of objects, artefacts and effects made from an assortment of non-musical objects and it kind of fits well with the movie, as the film is basically about levels of reality and of attachment or detachment. I mean, whole essays have been written about the film, the film's meaning since it first came out in 1977, and uh, I'm not about to start interpreting it here as well. Sufficient to add that I felt, well, primarily the movie was about the terror of life, about the fear of responsibility, fear of having a child and how to look after it. To me, the film leaves me with a feeling of despair, helped no doubt by the gloomy black and white film that it was made with. At the end of the day, I think Lynch created this for the audience to interpret in any way they liked, and I'm sure he wanted people to find something to relate to in their own lives. Although the terribly bad, acne-faced woman in the radiator probably would have appeared in anyone's nightmare, I doubt it. At least not before the movie came out. In heaven, everything is fine. You got your good thing, and I've got mine.
Astonishingly, the soundtrack has lost none of its strengths and seems to have uh, developed a stronger resonance in today's world than it did when it first was released on vinyl. I guess the world seems a little bleaker now, a little less optimistic and more hardened towards the decay that surrounds us.
Let's look at the album. Now long considered a collectible edition and quite rare, your best bet would be to uh, chase up a CD copy, if you can, as the, uh, the vinyl album will be rare indeed. The original soundtrack recording was released in 1982 by IRS Records. It was recorded in 1977, excluding the um, Fats Waller interlude, which was recorded in 1927. The album did feature a re-release in 2012 through Sacred Bones Records. 1,500 deluxe pressings were made, which featured a 16-page booklet and some gloss prints from the movie. The entire 1,500 have long since uh, been sold out. It's truly an astonishing piece of work. Taken on its own merit, the soundtrack to a Razorhead evokes a world void of happiness, a world of sexual and social discomfort, which transforms the listener through a darkly intense layer of industrial-laden polluting and suffocatingly oppressive fog that was unlike anything released in its time and is still largely genre-defying.
girl named Mary called on the payphone and said she's at her parents and you're invited to dinner. Oh, yeah? The enormity of the oral experience as a whole is intoxicating and quite extraordinary. David Lynch enlisted the help of renowned sound designer Alan Splett, who went on to work with Lynch on some of his later movies, such as The Elephant Man, Dune and Blue Velvet. Splett won an Academy Award in 1979 for his work on the movie The Black Stallion and received a nomination for his work on Never Cry Wolf. It is understood Lynch used a number of unique things to create the sounds for the album, which took over a year to create. Glass tubing, air-operated machines, and hydraulic tools were used to create the desolate landscape of the soundtrack. And it is, in many ways, the ultimate sound track. The album contains its own weirdness. For example, you will hear echoes of Fat Swallow unsettlingly crooning in the background, and who can forget the sounds that unspeakably horrific baby made as it lay dying while the mother tells it to shut up, shut up. Words fail me. But disturbing, haunting, and somehow compelling seems to come close. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you for listening. The music excerpts. Thank you for listening. The music excerpts you have heard are from the album Eraserhead, written by David Lynch with Alan Splett. The song In Heaven was written for the film by Pete Ivers. It was produced in 1982 by IRS Records. As a little disclaimer, as in all my episodes, the music that I featured has been done so purely for review purposes and as such is not legally, at least in this country, a breach of copyright. I also own a copy of each and every record played on these shows. I do hope you've enjoyed the presentation and I hope you come back next time to listen to the next episode. From me, Peter Bird, stay ambient and goodbye for now.